0: Oh, come on, oh yeah. He was frozen in the ice, but I guess he didn't mind. When he woke, a piece of ice. Folks from the water tried. Something was a little off. He didn't really wanna talk. Cocaine and spilled the beans, and now we know the <laughs> truth. You, you love to me when I asked you if you knew that guy. You, you lied to me, what you did, what you did. You, you lied to me, me. even Grand knew something was up. You, you lied to me, who are you? Who are you really? Turn up the avatar. It is. Turn up the avatar. He's back. Turn up the avatar. Come on, you know that he's the avatar. He turn up the avatar. Once again, turn up the avatar. He'll save the world. Turn up the avatar. Watch him bend. You know that he's the avatar. Oh yeah.
1: Brendan, i I've, I've thought of a way that we can kick these shows off. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, let me know how you feel about this, okay? Here we go. Uh, At last, we're talking about episode two of Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah. That's on brand. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we can workshop that a bit, but I like the idea of throwing the name of our show in there in some capacity. Yeah, I think so. We, We did it last time. We should do it this time. I don't remember what we we talked about something in our last recording for it. I don't remember where we were with it. (laughs) I'm not sure. Yeah, we have a solid place to land on that. And like even going through the recesses of all of my avatar, the last airbender knowledge, I'm not like there's nothing that there's nothing that works that I can remember. And I don't want to wait until 35 (laughs) episodes in. We're like, oh, that's the one. (laughs) Yeah, halfway through the show. We, finally so we might as got well, it. <laughs> we might as well knock it out of the way now. Yes, at last, we're talking about episode two of Avatar, The Last Airbender. Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, a pleasure to see you, my friend. It's very nice to see you as well. Thank you. I'm knocking my microphone around right now. I'm trying very hard to make it stop. Stop doing that. It's bad for the audio quality for our dear listeners. People love there. it. They love hearing metal clanging. <laughs> And the little whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it does do, yeah. Like, a, it's like shaking a sheet of tin foil. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good in your earbuds, I'm sure. it's for you. We're uh, about 100 episodes into this show now, and I'm still doing it. <laughs> I am too, my friend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, yes, Brendan, here we are, episode two of Avatar The Last Airbender. We're here, we're in it, we're doing the new thing that we wanted to do. We're doing it. We're feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. It's exciting times. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, we could, we we'll, we're gonna spend a good amount of time today talking about this, this TV show of ours, but I want to take a little break here because, uh, you and me have taken a considerable break mm-hmm. in terms of releasing regular episodes of this show. The people out there are probably wondering, what the heck have these two guys been up to this whole time? Yeah, what have we been doing? Well, you know, where where you been? Where have you you've been having a good time? Are, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. are you happy in your life's choices? I can guarantee both of us are probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, you know, I take it or leave it. Day by yeah exactly it's it's you know every day is a new battle and most of them are lost <laughs> uh but yeah you know we've been we've been up to some stuff brendan by the way are you sipping on a i i hate to call you out right now on the okay so now brendan is confirming what he is sipping on Uh, You are drinking a liquid death, which I'm pretty sure is uh, water in a can? Yeah, it's uh, carbonated water. It's uh, it's spicy water, as I like to call it. (laughs) Are your lips tingling? They are, yeah. That stuff is great when you're at a concert and you're like, fuck, like, I just, I have so long to drive home, but I don't want to look like the square who's drinking a water. I'm going to get this liquid death. Yeah, it looks like the the most hardcore fucking IPA you've ever seen in your life, but it's just water. It is just simply water. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, what there's a clever idea. There's also one that's just flat water, which I accidentally bought one time. Uh, mm. and That was super disappointing. Because I was like, this is just a can of water. Like the, I could get this from my sink and just put it in a can that I have lying around, and it would be the same experience. But at least this well, is carbonated. I've been drinking a lot of seltzer water lately. Unflavored uh, seltzer water. <laughs> Slow it down there, compadre. You're going off the deep end, sounds like to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's delightful. And uh, I'm happy that I called you out for drinking <laughs> a liquid death water. Although I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't I, know. I'm a fan of that product mm-hmm. in several ways. Uh, Brendan, it's been months <laughs> since the people have really heard, you know, what's been going on with us. Brendan, my question is, what's been going on with you? You watch any Good TV? You play any good video games? What's what's going on these days? Uh, I watched that new Knives Out movie. I thought that was very good. Glass Onion? Yep, yep, Glass Onion. I thought it was really good. I was a big fan of the first one. Same. I watched the first one, and we just recently watched the second one, and, uh pleasantly surprised that like the formula still holds up mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to see what they do i think there's another one planned um so we'll see how it goes what i think is funny about it though is glass onion is a netflix film so it's available on netflix like exclusively but knives out is not on netflix <laughs> see, is it wait is it not i thought it not. used to be i think it was but it's not right now i had to i oh, wanted no. to watch it again recently so i had to go buy it on amazon and oh, i <laughs> shit yeah I just recently recommended that to someone based on me having seen Glass Onion. Yeah. I was like, hey, you've never seen Knives Out. You should see Knives Out and then watch Glass Onion. They're both on Netflix. It's not. Nope. The first Fuck. one is not. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. I feel so bad. That was my sister-in-law. How am I supposed to face her again after this? It's going to be an awkward Thanksgiving. You've got months to figure it out. <laughs> A long time if it's Thanksgiving. I probably won't see her again before that. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Uh, apart from that, uh, I haven't really been watching too much TV, though. No, not really. Uh, I've been playing a lot of games. I've been streaming a lot. Twitch.tv slash Virus. That's the one. Get on there if you want to see Brendan playing all the Dragon Age games and little else. And little else at the moment. Yep. I might be doing Fable afterwards because I'm in a, a fantasy nice. RPG mood. Good call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it though. What about you? Uh, Brendan, did you finish watching Star Wars and Or? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched all of that um in the days leading up to Christmas with my dad sure. at this Airbnb we were staying at. I can think of no better way to spend time at yeah, a random Airbnb <laughs> yeah. with family members gather around the Yule log and we'll all watch uh imprisoned aliens. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, they me. had this uh, big projector screen there, came down oh, from damn. the ceiling, and so we watched it on that. It was actually pretty cool. That sounds pretty rad. Yeah. Uh That is, I mean, I've been playing some games. I've been watching a couple shows here or there, but... I can't seem to get Star Wars Andor off of my mind. Really? I thought it was good. I don't know that I am as hot on it as you are. It's seeming that way in this brief discussion that we're <laughs> having right now. <laughs> well, you know what it was? At the point that I realized that it was a uh, Rogue One prequel, I was like, fucking dick tricked me into watching Rogue One propaganda. It's not even, it's, that doesn't even matter. I hate Rogue One. And I forgot oh, that he was in it. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, yeah, he, there he is front and center. He's the guy. He's the guy. Uh, I mean, I completely divorce any thoughts of uh, Rogue One when I think about it. <laughs> or although, I mean, yeah, it is the guy. Yeah. So. Although <laughs> it did fair. make me, after I finished it, I was like, you know, maybe I will watch Rogue One again. Um, I didn't. But I did consider it briefly looking back on where we've come with these star Wars sequel movies and spin-offs of which, of which I think rogue one and solo are the only ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, rogue one is <laughs> towards the top of the list. Of yeah. like all those movies for me, I didn't watch solo, but I believe it's pretty it. bad. I heard it's that, pretty bad. You know? I watched that with some of my best friends uh, at my bachelor party, we had like a bachelor party go. weekend, and part of that was going to an IMAX theater to see Solo. Ooh. And uh, I leaned over to one of my friends several times throughout the movie and told him, I want to die. It was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. You're allowed to uh, leave those things, you know, they don't lock the door. <laughs> yeah, but we paid so much money for those you IMAX did, for IMAX, There's, yeah really nothing you could do. Uh, Yeah, Rogue One I liked fine. Andor, I don't even, my enjoyment of it has nothing to do with Rogue One. I think Andor, honestly, looking back on it, (laughs) this is a bold statement, I think Andor might be my favorite Star Wars thing that has ever existed even beyond the Star Wars movies themselves. Wow, there you go. I do appreciate that it's about like the little people in Star Mm -hmm. Wars. As much fun as like Space Wizards are, I think it is very fun to just see like normal people in the world. Yep. Um, so I think it does have that going for it. That is part of what makes it so great. There's very little aliens in it. They don't talk about the force. Yep. Like it's not important. I actually noticed that there were compared to like even Mandalorian, there are very few non-human characters very few. in it. Yeah. Very very few. Um That shows great To spoil nothing about it for anyone who might not have seen it to this point, Um, that fucking speech that I think I texted you about, the Stellan Skarsgård speech towards the... That is one of the greatest monologues, I feel like, of all time. (laughs) That was very good. It's so good. What what do I sacrifice? Everything! (laughs) Very, very good. Oh, yeah. What have I been playing? I don't know. I've been playing stuff for our overdue 2022, 2022 game of the year podcast. That still is not out to this. It's point. coming. We're just going to list all the Kingdom Hearts games. That's the that's the list preview. So this is the uh, annual question that I ask you, Brendan. Did any twenty twenty two didn't did any Kingdom Hearts games come out in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two? I don't believe so. No mobile games. No, because Dark Road came out in 2021. Okay. And Melody of Memory came out in 2020. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, like, compilations, not like a 2.5 plus 3.8 I They might have released them all on Switch this year, but that might also have been last year. Cloud version? Yeah. I will count that. If they did release it on Switch, I'll give you the time to look this up so you can tell the people what they need to know. I'm looking at it right now. Will there be a Kingdom Hearts game in 2022? Kingdom Hearts, I'll, I'll vamp for you. Kingdom Hearts, let's see. Who do you have? You have Riku. Riku's out there doing his thing. Uh, strong, young lad. Uh, you've got uh, Kyrie. She's uh, the love interest of every character in kingdom hearts is my understanding i don't really know much about her um uh, yeah <laughs> that's about right. All right brendan you seem like you have an answer please save me oh yeah no there was no no new game uh there was a new trailer for kingdom hearts 4 though oh, oh i forgot about that mm-hmm. it looks fucking rad it looks cool as shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited about it good god i should not have given you this platform <laughs> you what gotta I made. oh my god he's a real anime boy now <laughs> uh, i'm disappointed in myself for even opening this door uh what's uh donald up to these days um uh he's hanging out with Kyrie, <laughs> actually Last we saw naturally. Yeah. Like I told you, everyone's love interest. Him, Goofy, and the fairy godmother are all hanging out with Kyrie. Good God. (laughs) What about Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh only exists in the Winnie the Pooh book in the Kingdom Hearts canon. Yeah. Anytime you visit him, you're going into the Winnie the Pooh like storybook Mm -hmm. to hang out with him. (sighs) <sighs> yeah, one of these days, Brendan, you will <laughs> spring upon me this this fabled kingdom of oh, Kingdom coming. Hearts. I've been I've been thinking, I've been planning. <laughs> I'm not sure how much of that is true, but I'm sitting here <laughs> waiting. I've been waiting. I've been like preparing myself for it feels like <laughs> eons. I just right now I'm trying to decide what order to do things in and how long it's actually going to take to do it. <laughs> This is entirely on you. This is your project. I am I'm hands off and I'm along for whatever <laughs> how, how granular of, do I want to be? <laughs> I am I'm on board for whatever kind of nonsensical, absolutely dog shit ride <laughs> you want to take me on. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, my ideal uh, blue skies version of that is going to be uh, one episode per game. <laughs> What about re Chain of Memories? Does oh, that's that in there. Yeah, that's in there. Don't forget about Don't forget about Recoded, the Nokia mobile game. Three fifty eight over two days. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. I know a little bit more than I let on at times. Well, you see, three fifty eight over two days takes place at the same that's time as Chain of Memories. Go. go on. That's it. That's Is all that you it? get for now. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned for the rest. <laughs> uh, Nominee. Yeah, I say anyway, uh, I guess (laughs) I guess that's what Brendan and I have been up to over these past (laughs) few months, Uh, trying to deny him a single second more to talk about Kingdom Hearts. uh, I will implore Brendan to talk about the second episode of Avatar The Last Airbender as we move into the recap. Can you please do me this favor and shall we move on? (laughs) I guess. Thank you. Yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Episode two of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Avatar Returns. Here he is, Brendan. He's back. He's back. We've missed him. Better Where's than he ever. been? Sleeping. He's been a very tuckered out little man. He's been taking a little ice nap. Yep. Time to wake up and <laughs> fight some firebenders. Yeah. They'll fight some firebenders, the Avatar will, in this episode. Uh, yes, episode two, it was uh, February 21st, 2005, the same date as episode one of this television show. That makes sense. It does make sense. Last week, we had a little uh, to-be-continued thing. So, to-be-continued right away on that fateful night in 2005. hmm What were we up to? I wonder. February 21st, 2005, I would have been a uh, 11-year-old child. You would have been like six years older than that. <laughs> I would have been 13. <laughs> so I was <laughs> close enough. Is that around the time that we have school vacations or school vacation maybe like a little bit later? February 5th, it would have been a couple weeks later, I think. Okay. So maybe I'm a bit off. hmm well, we had February break, I think, towards the end of February. Right. Um, this is the time of year that these days I usually take my annual Disney vacations. So my perception is skewed as, as to what everybody else is doing around mm-hmm. this time. It's just before everyone starts going on spring break, too. So, like, I'll get back from my Disney vacation and on my uh, return trip to the airport, I'll see all the fraternity brothers like getting ready to go on their trips to tropical destinations and say, man, I'm glad that I didn't live on campus at college because this looks like a nightmare. (laughs) I never did any of that. It's weird. It seems like something you would be really interested in. Both of us would be really interested in. We didn't actually have fraternities on my campus. Interesting. I know what college you went to, and I'm, you know what? That makes sense to me. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the Avatar Returns is the name of the episode. It should be noted, Brendan, that uh, this episode plus a handful of other episodes in season one are directed by Dave Filoni. Are you familiar with this name at all? Uh, Nope. Uh, a recognizable name in the world of Star Wars, as we discussed earlier mm. in the episode. Yeah. He's a director and executive producer of a lot of different Star Wars things, including uh, The Mandalorian and Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, okay. So he's got his fingerprints kind of all over the Star Wars universe and has done quite well for himself. Uh, He's won two Emmys for his work on Star Wars projects. Wow, damn. Yeah. So a big deal in that world. I kind of was looking at the Wikipedia article and going, Dave Filoni, I know this name, and clicked on his Wikipedia article and went, oh, (laughs) that's why. He's he's, he's done some shit, including some episodes in Avatar season one. Apparently. Including this one. So, Brendan, perhaps we should talk about it, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Previously on Avatar. Did you watch the intro this week? I did. <laughs> yeah. And then I, at the end of the intro, I was like, I didn't even have to watch the first episode. Not necessary. <laughs> yeah. They hooked you up. We could have skipped right to this one. Yeah. They pretty much gave you everything you needed. Previously on Avatar. I'm going to do that, I think, for this podcast, because we're now going in a very serialized format throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, previously on Avatar, Aang and Katara, uh, accidentally set off the flare that alerted Prince Zuko and the Fire Navy to their presence in the Southern Water Tribe village. Mm Mm-hmm. Amongst other important things that happened. Yeah, less important. I would say. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Aang's there. He's got that arrow on his head. Katara loves it. She does, yep. So, um. And hijinks will ensue. Let's get into them. Mm -hmm. Aang and Katara return to the village where everyone is waiting for them. Uh, They saw that flare shoot up from the ship. Uh, Sokka accuses Aang of doing it on purpose to signal the fire nation, which I guess, I don't know. Like, that's his read on this little child that was frozen in an iceberg? I I don't know. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I mean, I kind of understand where he's coming from. He doesn't know this kid. He doesn't know his motivations. Right. Very defensive of his village. If he's kind of like the head honcho around here, he's got to take precautions, I guess. Yeah. Um, Katara defends Aang. Uh, Aang says that they uh, were on that ship that they were not supposed to be on in the first place, and uh, there were booby traps on there. And he said that they accidentally boobied right into them. He did say that. Yep. <laughs> Where does the term "booby trap" come from? I any don't actually any clue. Know. No. No. <laughs> I can forgive Aang for, like, being confused about how to refer to the situation that they just found themselves in. Because I don't have any clue where booby trap comes from. And that actually, after he said it, I was like, you know what? That actually works in a way. Yeah. Like, because I think people call, like, when someone's acting a fool, they'll call them a boob. So like, This is true. Yeah. I almost wonder if it has to do with, like, a bird. That is, there's like blue, like the blue tail, footed boobies, booby or whatever. Yeah. And you could trap them. But you know what? <laughs> maybe. I have nowhere. I have nowhere to go with this. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I have nowhere to go with this. All uh, I can think of is uh, there's a character in the Goonies who refers to them as booty traps the entire time. Uh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. If only I had ever seen that movie. I know. I, I thought know about that when I brought it up. up. Do you regret it? Nope. I don't. <laughs> uh, somebody will let us know. got a recap at gmail.com if you could tell us where booby traps come from. We would love to know. Uh, Sokka banishes Aang from the village and Katara protests this and says Aang has brought them something that they haven't had in a long time, which is fun. Yep. <laughs> to which... Sokka rightfully points out how fucking stupid it is for her to say that. <laughs> like, oh great. Okay. Well, that gets us a long way, huh? Yeah, sweet. Well, we'll just uh when the Fire Nation gets here, you know, we'll just tell them all about all the fun we're having and they'll leave we'll us just alone. Like, juggle and do some card <laughs> tricks and do like a three-legged race with them. It's going to be really really fun. And they're going to leave us alone. We'll show them how much fun penguin sledding is. Uh, So far to this point, nothing more fun. Yeah. Grand Gran -Gran agrees with Sokka and wants Aang banished from the village. Katara huffs and puffs and says, okay, well, I'm going to leave too. And she grabs Aang by the arm and says that the two of them are going to the North Pole to learn waterbending. Uh, Although... She doesn't say they're both going to learn. You know, to this point, we're still not sure that Aang is capable of waterbending. Yeah, we, she doesn't know that as a character. No, but she's got to learn it herself, mm-hmm. and and Aang is going to get her where she needs to go. Um, Sokka accuses her of choosing Aang, this stranger that they only just met, over her whole family and the entire tribe, and she stops and Aang tells her, you know what? He's right. You better stay. Yeah. He says, I don't want to get in the middle of this. This is not my place. I'm feeling a little awkward here, Katara. <laughs> Maybe you should just hang out with Grand Grand for a little while. <laughs> um, but he says, you know, he's gonna go on his own. You know, you stay here. I'm gonna go try and find the airbenders that I left so long ago. He says he's not looking forward to cleaning his room for the first time in 100 years. But I mean, as long as nobody's been in there in the last 100 years, it's probably going to be fine. I mean, it'll be dusty, I imagine. Just dusty, yeah, just clean a couple things off. But he is an airbender, so he could just, like, fucking Sibble. blow all the dust around and then out the window. It's I don't really understand the cause for concern here. Yeah. If he's got a couple Clorox wipes, he can wipe down, like, <laughs> some tables real quick, so... Um, Ang hops on Appa's back Appa is still too tired to fly uh, the children of the village in Katara get very teary eyed as Aang starts to walk away
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like a little baby child that runs up to <laughs> Aang. Yep, <laughs> Aang delivers I miss you. one of the stiffest lines in American television <laughs> history <laughs> yep <laughs> but Grand Grand tries to console Katara as Aang leaves the tribe, but she lashes out and says, "That's my last chance to learn water bending, and you let him walk away. Mm-hmm. Never let me do anything fun, Grand, Grand Grand. This for the first time we've ever had fun, and Grand Grand, if I can call you that, which you know <laughs> you said that we could, uh, you're a total buzzkill, Grand Grand. Fuck <laughs> you." She says, <laughs> this is why, this is why grandpa left. <laughs> yeah, that's why there's no, yeah, gramp, gramp. <laughs> uh, but Sokka is all business. It's time to get ready for battle. Uh, it fades to Appa and Aang kind of moping around in some ice somewhere. And Aang is kind of missing Hanging out with his new friends, he's missing hanging out with Katara, his new love interest. <laughs> yep. Uh, but he's startled when he sees, in the distance, the humongous Fire Nation ship approaching the Water Nation, Water Tribe Village. And he runs off to go help them defend whatever kind of attack is coming to them. Um, we get a scene of Sokka alone in a hut. Preparing himself for war, mm-hmm. like putting on his battle outfit and painting his face, yeah, to look like a skull. He looks pretty intimidating. It's kind of fun because this is contrasted with Prince Zuko on his ship getting fitted into armor by like some of his attendants. Yep, it's it's fun, kind of like two sides of the coin of like Sokka getting himself ready to go and Zuko being like the entitled one, like, oh well, I'll be ready, but. <laughs> I have people for that. I've got the help. But they are ready for war. Sokka stands guard on the outer wall of the village. He looks through the fog, but can't see the ship just yet. And suddenly, the ice starts to tremble beneath him. And his very shitty watchtower that he built by himself falls over. (laughs) Yep. Again, Sokka can't catch a fucking break. No. I got to respect him, though. This scene with him, I thought, I was like, well, there you go. He doesn't do a great job, but he's he's trying his best, and I got to respect it. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Give him his props. Everyone panics as the giant ship emerges through the fog. It's like 20 times the size of the entire village. Yep. It's humongous. It is, yeah. You see it approaching, and it cuts through the ice and starts to form cracks through the village, and, like, huts are falling over, and the wall starting to crumble. But yeah, just like you said, Sokka kind of earns a little street cred here, because he just absolutely does not back down as the wall that he's standing on crumbles beneath him. Mm -hmm. So, good on Sokka, he... He talks tough, and in this instance, he's acting tough. Yeah. So. The ship halts and steams, and there's a pause, and the front ramp of the ship folds out like it's Darth Vader's ship (laughs) or something. (laughs) It's a nice, ominous scene, like, what will come next? That's how you know it's the bad guys, because they have Mm -hmm. a ramp that comes down. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Prince Zuko marches down that ramp, flanked by huge fire nation goons and Sokka in his heroic form changes. He charges straight to Prince Zuko, but in two simple kicks, Zuko embarrasses Sokka and knocks him into the snow with his little ass sticking up out of the snow. (laughs) Yep. And we get some of those cartoony sound effects that I'm now understanding will be a staple for this show. It's kind of what they do here. (laughs) Gives him a good kick and yeah, knocks him over. There's boinks, <laughs> yeah, little boinks and boops. And That's kind of what we're doing. Sl- slide whistles and like very abrupt horn noises. Uh, get used to it, my friend. <laughs> uh, yes, Prince Zuko is here, and the entire village is assembled before him. He asks the village, "Where are you hiding him?" And there's no answer. And he grabs Grand Grand. And uses her as a demonstration of how old the Avatar should be. (laughs) Yep. Still no answer, and he intimidates them with a blast of fire. Uh, Sokka is still, in his mind at least, he's still in the fight and rushes at Zuko, who again tosses tosses him aside. Uh, Sokka hurls a boomerang at him but misses, and one of the children tosses Sokka a spear and he charges at Zuka with it, but he snaps it in half and bonks him in the head with yes, another satisfying cartoon bonking noise, with, complete yep. with a womp womp. <laughs> See, but this is what I appreciate about um, Sokka in this instance is that he's not giving up. He's, he's no giving it his all. He is very much in the fight. If only, yeah. Again, if only in his mind, he's oh, yeah. still got he does stand a chance. But he's he's not he's not going to stop and. uh... I got to respect that. Nobody else here to defend the village. All the men are away at war. He is the man of the village. Mm -hmm. So he's, uh, yeah, got to do what he's got to do, even if it looks like shit when he tries to do it. Um, Sokka does get the last laugh, though, as that boomerang that he threw flies back in and smacks Zuko in the back of his helmet, Mm -hmm. to which he makes a very pained anime face, too. Yeah, he does. Yep. At which point I'm watching the episode and going, "Hmm, I hope Brendan is okay with these anime faces that are being made. <laughs> it's fine, it's okay, it's going to be all right. I'll get over it." I did. It's real I did anime. actually like. I did actually know it's not. I did actually like <laughs> um, that they're they're playing Zuko for laughs too, though. I was like, because he's, like, the big imposing bad guy, but he they, he gets as many, like, slapstick moments as anyone else in the episode. And, and I he's think- this fucking brooding weirdo that, like, everything is all about. Like, oh, my life is so tough, and, mm-hmm. like, I've got to be the one in control. And, yeah, he gets embarrassed on multiple occasions. That's true. He's not, like, an infallible – he's not infallible, and when he is fallible, yeah. I guess is – a word I've never used. It is the uh, word. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does get to be made to look like an idiot, which is fun. Yeah. Um. He gets angry. Zuko gets angry. And he lights up two little fire daggers in yeah. his hands. Like little lighters coming out of his fists. <laughs> yeah. Two little zippos that he was hiding in his palms. Uh, but before he can strike at Sokka, Aang bursts into the village on the back of one of those otter penguins that we saw previously. And he knocks Zuko ass over tea kettle like a Yakuza villain. (laughs) Yep. Which is very good. And yes, Brendan, just like you said, uh, Zuko is made to look like a buffoon. His little butt is sticking straight up in the air and his helmet lands straight onto his little butt.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Sure does. With a (laughs) plop sound. (laughs) That's right. He's made to be a buffoon, and uh, his helmet is sitting on his butt, and we're all laughing at him like he deserves. Yep. The Fire Nation soldiers encircle Aang, and he stares down Zuko.
0: Looking for me? You're the airbender? You're the avatar? Aang?
1: No way. The big reveal, we finally reached the moment. Yep. Aang. Is the Avatar? What? What? Who saw that coming? Not anyone listening to this show or hosting this <laughs> podcast. Uh, yes, Sokka and Katara are shocked as well to learn what should have been very obvious from the start. <laughs> but now we're all kind of caught up. Um, Zuko can't believe that the person he's trained for years to fight is just a child. And Aang says to him, well, you're just a teenager. Mm-hmm. Fair point. I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah. They're all kind of a, of a similar age. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not about how old you are. You know, it's about how well you bend. I don't know. There's <laughs> considerations. To I don't know be about that one. We'll have to workshop that. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty shitty point I just tried to make, but we'll skip <laughs> yeah, right past it. Uh, Zuko is over that argument as well and launches some fireballs at Aang, who spins them away with his staff, but scares the Water Tribe villagers behind him. He stops fighting and agrees to surrender as long as the firebenders will leave the Water Tribe alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zuko agrees to this and Aang is taken. He's taken prisoner. Uh, Katara calls out to him, but Aang insists he's all right. And Zuko walks up the ship with his prisoner in tow, and he's filled with conviction and says, head of course to the Fire Nation. I'm going home. Ooh, yeah. This is presumably the biggest moment of this weirdo's life. (laughs) He's stoked. Super happy. This is what he's been working for, and it's all going to be just fine. Yep, yep. Definitely going to make it there. Don't worry about it. You got him in tow, my dude. Uh, Aang boards the ship and the ramp closes behind him. Uh later on, the village is picking up the pieces from this encounter. Uh elsewhere, Katara is going on and on to Sokka about how they have to save Aang from the Fire Nation. Uh Sokka tries to interject, but Katara keeps talking over him, being like, Hey, I know I mean I know that you hate Aang, but like I really need your support here. Why won't you help me, Sokka? Please, why? Mm-hmm. Eventually, he blurts out and interrupts her and says, hey, are you going to talk all day or are you coming with me? And he has prepared a canoe. He is ready to go save Aang. Yeah. Sokka really coming through on all fronts in this episode. Yeah, he's really getting his moment. They're making up for all the, the shit they put him through in the last episode. Last episode, no bigger buffoon in the entire Water Tribe. But in this one, yeah, it seems like he's got like a little bit of a clue Mm -hmm. But what needs to be done, and he's the one who's going to do it. Oh, yeah. So give him his his props. Grand Gran Gran arrives, and they're scared that she'll stop them from going on this mission. But instead, she smiles and gives them some supplies for the journey that she knows, the long journey she knows they have ahead of them.
0: Mm -hmm. It's been so long since I've had hope. But you brought it back to life, my little waterbender. And you, my brave warrior, be nice to your sister. Yeah, okay, Gran. Aang is the Avatar.
1: He's the world's only chance. You both found him for a reason. Now your destinies are intertwined with his. Papa arrives. And instead of riding in this little shitty canoe, they're going to ride on Appa instead. Yeah, they would never. And they, they say it in the show. They would never catch the Fire Nation There's just ship no way. in the canoe. This gigantic thing that was, yeah, a hundred times the size, size of their village. They're going to take one little wooden canoe. Yeah. Like maybe if um, maybe if Katara could water bend properly, they could do it. But she's not there yet. No, she can't yet. Yeah. So for now. It's Oppa or Bust is what they say. Yep. Uh, it cuts to Aang with his hands tied as Zuko confronts him on the deck of the ship. He takes Aang's staff and says he's going to give it to his father as a gift. And he says, I suppose you wouldn't know of fathers being raised by monks. Which is a weird burn. <laughs> like okay. such a weird burn. Yeah. <laughs> for I mean, many I guess. for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> for many For many, many reasons. First of all, like, fuck you. Like, yeah, I was raised (laughs) by monks, but like, lay off, dude. He's probably still got a father, right? I mean, yeah, biologically. (laughs) And who cares? You know, uh, monks, you can have, if you're raised by the monks, you can have like 10 fathers and you can be super stoked about it. (laughs) I don't know. It's a weird comment to make. I mean, no spoilers, but... For Zuko to make this claim, we'll get to it, Brendan. Oh, I know for about Zuko it. For yeah. Zuko to make it, Yeah. <laughs> we'll get deeper into this as we go, but for Zuko to make this claim, he's fucking wild for this yeah, one. Yeah, I think he's projecting is what he's doing. For sure. He's like, I got to feel good about myself for one second in my miserable, <laughs> miserable life. I mean, he may be a real piece of shit, but at least I have a dad. <laughs> uh, whatever helps you sleep at night, bud. Uh, it Ang is led away, flanked by two Firebenders, and in his braggadocious, childlike way, he says, "Hey, I bet you've never fought f- uh, an Airbender before." Mm-hmm. He says he'll take both of them with his hands tied, and they don't engage in this conversation. But Ang takes a deep breath. And then blows out a humongous gust of wind in either direction that that smacks the firebenders away from him, in uh, some impressive airbending skill. Yeah, it is actually pretty cool. Airbending's pretty cool. I, 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 you know what? <sighs> Maybe now is the time to get into this, Brendan. I've spent a little time thinking about this since the last time we. Oh, okay. Recorded. Yeah, yeah. I think if I'm going to pick my favorite bending, it's actually one to this point that we have not seen, which would be earthbending. Okay, I wanted to take a definitive stance because you were so bold to come out and say that your favorite right off the bat was uh, firebending. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that is a solid choice because firebending is fire is just cool. Fire is red. Yeah, I think I think I did rank airbending at the bottom. But now having seen some of it in action, I it may be a little higher. I might put it above waterbending. There's so much you can do with it. Yeah, it's it's a lot more versatile than I thought it would be. Because I was just like, just, what do you do? You fucking, you blow out a candle like, oof. <laughs> cool. Fucking <laughs> <I can> rad. <laughs> do, I can do that as myself in I'm, this non-mystical am world. Am I an airbender? <laughs> uh, I do know how to fart. <laughs> an essential airbending skill. Mm-hmm. Um, earthbending, I think, is the top of my list. We have not seen it yet. Well, it'll be a little bit before we see it. But I just wanted you to know right now, I think that's my number one. Okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. We'll get to it. Um, But Aang showing off, yes, some of his airbending abilities here and blows away those firebenders and uh, runs into the interior of the ship. Uh, It cuts to Katara and Sokka cruising through the water on Appa's back. They are trying to convince him to fly, uh, but he just won't do it. And they spend a little time trying to remember that there is a command word or a command phrase mm-hmm. for this creature. Uh, Sokka cycles through a couple different ones, including yee which now exists in the universe of Avatar. Yep. That's something people say. Canonical. People have said it here before. I bet people also say ain't. <laughs> I and hope so. Ho- and howdy. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, we'll get to it. (laughs) Don't don't make promises you can't keep. (laughs) Amongst all the other things that I've told you we will get to, one of them is people saying ain't and howdy. It may even be in the same sentence. I don't know. No promises. (laughs) Uh, Sokka remembers, though, that the command word was yip yip, which he says very inquisitively, but Appa suddenly finds the strength to lift High up above the water and soar into the sky, Appa is flying. Yeah. Everyone is super stoked on it. Sokka tries to play it cool like he's not stoked on it, but he fucking loves it. Oh, yeah, it. he's having a great time. Uh, I would be scared shitless for uh, to be on the back of this creature and then suddenly hundreds of feet into the air. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem like fun to me, but I mean, I guess if Aang trusts it, but Aang can also fly with his stick yeah, so like, if Aang, he fell off, he'd probably be all right. If you're an airbender, you there's no such thing as a fear of heights. Mm-hmm. You gotta just be comfortable with kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're finally soaring through the sky on Appa's back. It cuts back to Aang on the ship. He avoids some firebenders, still with his hands tied behind his back, but leaps over one of the firebenders and cuts his hands free mm-hmm. against the firebender's spiky helmet. Yep. Before that, though, he does like a Sonic move where he like r- corkscrews on the walls through a hallway. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we're we are Sonic the Hedgehog now," and that, that's uh, he's, kind of all right. <laughs> he's currently in the chemical zone on the <laughs> yeah. ship, I believe. Canonically, the worst thing. zone. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I could have said the Green Hill Zone, but I wanted to at least prove I had some idea what I was talking about. <laughs> and then you immediately undercut <laughs> and it. Then I, by I, backtracked it. Yeah. I backtracked it. I backtracked it. Casino Zone. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, we did it. Egg Man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's looking for his staff and enters into a couple of rooms. He enters into. Uh, Uncle Iroh's room, but Iro is here taking a nap and quietly apologizes in a very anime fashion, where his floating mouth sticks out beyond the edge of the door. Is this the kind of thing that you were talking about, Brendan? That bothers you? Yeah. Yep. Well, actually, well, this is less. I think that sort of thing is less anime, and that's actually more American cartoon. Okay. Kind of thing. It's like the faces. The it's the anime faces. The flo- the mouth floating in the doorway is like a Looney Tunes kind of thing. OK, so it's like the anime face with like maybe the the big wide open mouth that's like partially sticking off of the face. Yeah, yeah. And the eyes go all like perfect circles for a second. Sure. Or sure. Like There's a big sweat drop, which I don't think has happened yet, but I'm sure will come. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's when. Uh, Sokka starts making a uwu face at, like, a cheeseburger is when we're going to have a problem with what we're looking at here. I'm sure that's going to happen, too. Uh, No spoilers. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll see when it comes to it. That may... I I don't know. I was bullshitting about something earlier, about something we may see, but he very well may make an uwu face at a cheeseburger at some point. Someone's going to do the face where their mouth turns into a three. That's just anime, baby. And we're talking about anime here. (laughs) Uh, Aang runs away and runs into another room and sees his staff and runs in to grab it. But the door closes behind him. This is Zuko's room and Zuko is here. Mm -hmm. He launches a fiery attack at Aang who dodges his blows And he forms a ball of air beneath him and starts scooting around the room. This seems like a move that, Brendan, you remembered based on earlier discussions we've had on the show. I remember this move. Yeah, it reminds me of um, Psychonauts, actually. So you can run around on your thought bubble in Psychonauts. Yeah, you know what? That's true. Uh, A fun move, nonetheless. Which also, though, when I saw him do this, I was like, well, why is he so stoked about like penguin sledding? If he could just do this like and sled anywhere, it it goes up walls and shit, too. It's something about the organic er, organic nature of, you know, taming one of God's wild beasts (laughs) of uh, asserting your dominance over a wild Mm -hmm. creature. (laughs) I am the master of uh, air and animals. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. It is, yeah, kind of a dominance thing. He kind of gets off on it a little bit. Actually, there is something he says later in the episode that, yes, I think that is what he's doing. (laughs) Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Aang is a precocious young boy and uh, wants to uh, subvert. He wants all of the animals of the world to submit to his will. We got to watch out for him. Crumple beneath him like the pawns <laughs> that they are in his wild game. Uh, he scoots around the room on this little air ball as Zuko punches fireballs wildly at him. Uh, Aang grabs his staff and Zuko gets into a fighting stance, but Aang sends gusts of air that slam Zuko against the wall. He sends his uh, mattress yep. hurtling towards Zuko, slamming him against the wall and then against the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> brutal. Just knocking him straight out. I think it's this fight where he does it, too. Um, he does this, something that I thought was really cool, where Zuko is trying to, like, do fire punches. And Aang is creating balls of air in his hands and catching mm. Zuko's hands and, like, suffocating the fire in his hand. And I was like, that's actually pretty fucking clever. And I like it that a lot. It is clever, but now that I'm thinking about the science of it all, doesn't air make fire stronger? Well, unless he's pulling the air from mm, the inside of the suffocating ball. Suffocating. He's suffocating it. the fire, yeah. Like throwing a towel over it, but instead of a towel, it's a yeah. it's a vacuum. Like in he's his own he's hand. removing the air from these areas. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking rad. <laughs> and I think we should spend more time with that. Also so- sorry. <laughs> also, related to that. Airbending is scary as hell, because you could do that, like, on someone's head, probably. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> suck out all of the air from their body. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, some people have to go down, and that's the most efficient way you can probably get it done. <laughs> uh, science is cool. Yep. If Bill Nye taught us nothing, science rules. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, In this case, yeah, Ang holds his own, and... Knocks Zuko out, yes, with his own mattress, and escapes (laughs) his bedchambers. Just like he had said before, it's been, you know, a hundred years since anybody has fought an airbender, so there's absolutely no way Zuko was ready for, like, this plan of attack. No, he didn't even know what was coming. This is all new stuff to pretty much everybody that's alive. (laughs) Yep. So, Hang has... (laughs) made his way out, and he makes his way up to the bridge of the ship. He throws his staff out before him and jumps to his freedom. But before he can sail away on his staff, Zuko leaps behind him and grabs onto his leg, weighing them both down. He leaps at him like a man who has absolutely nothing to lose. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he does. This is all I have. If I can't have you, I have nothing. Then no, yeah, then there's no point in continuing. Why bother? Uh, but he does grab onto his leg, and they crash down to the deck, and Sokka and Katara appear on Appa in the distance, which delays the fight momentarily, but there's only a brief scuffle, and Zuko just throws punch after punch of these fiery blasts, uh, which overpowers Aang, and knocks him into the icy waters off the side of the ship. And that's it. That's how Aang dies. And that's how Aang dies and a new <laughs> avatar is born into the next nation. And everyone doesn't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> and yep. Appa will just hang out with Sokka and Katara, I guess. They just turn around. They go back home. Like, Well, I guess that's that. Well grand grand you were wrong our <laughs> destinies were intertwined with his just for today very briefly <laughs> and now we're hanging out with you and the children again what do we feed uh, this thing <laughs> we don't have we hardly have enough food for ourselves <laughs> and now yeah we're responsible for this thing that is half the size of our entire village sometimes occasionally sometimes it's the (laughs) size of three of our villages uh they'll figure it out uh ang sinks deeper and deeper into the water but katara cries out to him and awakens some sort of latent power within him and ang's eyes light up like we saw when he was initially freed from the iceberg in episode one yep i've coined i've coined this uh this thing that he's doing as the Avatar State. I've decided to call it that. Is that something that you came up with? Yeah, just yeah. while I was watching it, I was like, we're going to call this the Avatar State? If this was a video game, you would press both shoulder buttons at the same time when your meter is filled? It's a really clever name for it, Brendan. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, You know, and maybe eventually we'll get a canonical name for this kind of thing that goes on, and I don't want to disappoint you uh, but All right. uh, I don't know. I, I don't It'll, see how it could be better than what I came up with. Uh I also don't see how it could be better than what you can. You know what? We'll find out. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, He enters the avatar state as Brendan has so daringly <laughs> called it and uh, twists himself into a gigantic swirling vortex of water and launches himself high up into the sky, riding atop this tall... Water spout. Yeah, that's what I would call it. Probably the coolest use of water bending that we've seen to this. I mean, certainly to this point. <clears throat> oh yeah. All we've seen so far is a fish in a bubble. <laughs> and now, yeah, we have water tornado. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And hangs right in that bitch. Like Poseidon <laughs> from God of War. <laughs> uh pretty cool. It gives water a little bit of street cred, right? A little bit, yeah. That's pretty cool, but you need to have water around. You just have like a little canteen on you at all times. I mean, I guess. Like, what do you do in the <laughs> desert? How, you're, how fucking useful are you in the desert? Everyone else can do their thing. I know that I told you last week that I was going to try to not be like, "Well, Brendan, get ready for this to happen going forward," <laughs> or like, "Going forward, you might be surprised if somebody does something like this." But literally, the answer is to just have like a little canteen of water around. You, <laughs> you just have time. to carry it around with you. That's so lame. No one else has to come prepared. Everyone could just, yeah, do what they need to do without. They don't <laughs> need components for a spell. Like I mean, I guess in D&D, I guess on the same the other side of that coin, an earthbender in the middle of the ocean would probably be pretty fucked, too. Useless. Yeah, and that is something that gets played with. I don't know. Again, I don't want to do this to you, but a, that is something that get, gets played with. You carry around a bag of dirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's that sack? Oh, that's my rocks. Just in case we get attacked. I got these stones that I can form into a gun and take out some fucking firebenders. Everyone's got an answer. Don't, everyone's got to figure it out. Don't worry about it. Uh, here comes Aang. He's riding on this big old thing in the Avatar state. He crashes down onto the deck and swirls water around him whipping the firebenders over the side of the ship. Everyone is kind of in awe at this display of what Aang's going on here. It's kind of the first instance of being like, oh, wait, like being the avatar actually means something. Yeah, oh shit, we forgot. (laughs) Hold on, this is not just some simple boy. Like this is is important. This kid knows a thing or two, even if he doesn't know that he knows. (laughs) That's right, he's a demigod. Shit, (laughs) we're all going down. He brought his rock gun to a knife fight. (laughs) Uh, Rock gun is a uh, metal band from 2007. Yep. Uh, So look them up on Spotify if you have the time. Uh, Aang starts to snap out of the uh, state that he's in, but collapses from exhaustion. Mm -hmm. and Katara and Sokka bring Appa down onto the ship and scoop him up. Sokka runs to grab his staff, but is surprised as Zuko was hanging on to the side of the ship the whole time and reaches up to grab him. Sokka gets his revenge from the earlier attack and bonks him in the head in much in the same way that Zuko did to him earlier. Yep, that was pretty good. Good revenge bit. Yep, for Sokka. I think he says that's that's for the Water Tribe. Yeah, fucking drag him. <laughs> Take that, you bitch. <laughs> I think he also says. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember that distinctly. Uh, some Firebenders approach Katara, and she tries to freeze them in a puddle of ice but accidentally freezes Sokka who's behind her. So Sokka gets dragged down again for a minute. He yep. was kind of riding high and then Katara brings him back down to, Earth to a little just bit. Just had to knock him down a couple pegs. Your head's getting a little too big there, Sokka, my man. <laughs> uh, she literally turns 180 degrees and does the same exact attack, but this time launches it in the direction of the firebenders, which freezes them in place. hmm. Um, Sokka hacks away at his own ice and climbs onto Appa as they all three fly away from danger. Uh, Iro appears on the deck, <laughs> awakened from his nap, having no clue what just happened up here. <laughs> he didn't know about any of it. Just totally aloof to the entire situation and honestly doesn't seem like he really cares that no. the avatar, which he knew had been captured, is now gone yeah (laughs) easy come easy go I guess you know we'll have another chance someday but this time they got the better of us (laughs) Um, together Zuko and Iroh launch one gigantic fireball up at the escaping party but Aang takes a mighty swing with his staff much like Barry Bonds yeah (laughs) (laughs) the famous golfer Oh, God. I did that. I, I only do this for you, Brendan. <laughs> oh, I know. I would make so many more baseball player references, but this is seemingly all you have. <laughs> so, uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, he redirects that fireball into the glacier wall next to the ship, which tumbles down and buries the ship in ice. Uh, Iro says, good news for the Fire Lord. That the Avatar is just a little kid. Mm -hmm. Zuko says that kid just did this as it pulls out to see the very heavily damaged ship buried in ice. Yep. So Zuko will not underestimate this kid once again. He commands his crew to dig the ship out, but they're all still frozen from Katara's attack. And being attended to by other firebenders, he says, uh, take them out, you know, as soon as you're done doing that. (laughs) Pretty good gag. Another, like, yeah, another little goofy moment for him. Uh, He's not all doom and gloom. There's laughs to be found. Just mostly. Just mostly because he seems to bring it on himself. He's just Mm -hmm. a little emo baby boy. Yep, yep. He's got to have a little fun. Once in his life, much like Aang brought to the Water Tribe, who's going to bring fun to Zuko's life? It seems like Iroh's trying, but he's not listening. Iroh's trying, but he's not ready for it yet. He'll find his way. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aang and Katara and Sokka are flying away from the scene, and Katara is still amazed by Aang's abilities. Uh, She asks Aang... Why he never told them that he was the Avatar? Aang's voice is full of shame, and he says, "I never wanted to be." Mm-hmm. Can we insert um, Alex Jensen from from uh, that fucking game Deus Ex here, where he goes, "I, I never I asked for this." this. <laughs> yeah, of course, Brendan, we could do that. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> but
0: Aang, the world's been waiting for the Avatar to return and finally put an end to this war. And how am I going to do that? According to legend, you need to first master water, then earth, then fire, right? That's what the monks told me. Well, if we go to the North Pole, you can master waterbending. We can learn it together. And Sokka, I'm sure you'll get to knock some firebender heads on the way.
1: I'd like that. I'd really like that. And currently, just to to be sure, they're in the South Pole right now. They are at the Southern Water Tribe, which is the South Pole of this world. So the furthest point away from where they Mm -hmm. need to be. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they have to go, yeah, literally the opposite end of the earth. Sweet. Cool. To get things moving in the plot. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) If the next episode took place at the North Pole, you would question how the show was able to sustain itself if we're going to travel this far distances between singular episodes Mm -hmm. Uh, so Brendan you can rest assured that it's going to take a little time okay thank god (laughs) (laughs) we're not just going to get straight to it oh good I didn't know if they were going to go the game of thrones route where it's going to take them like an entire season to get there or or the later game of thrones Thrones, where it takes a scene transition right right (laughs) the game of thrones route or the game of thrones route (laughs) Uh, they'll go the Game of Thrones route. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> um, yes, off to the North Pole, they will go to teach both of them the water bending skills that they're looking for. Aang pulls out a map and says they have serious business to attend to. And in this moment, he proves Uncle Iroh correct. Yes, Aang is a powerful bender as the avatar, but also he is just a child. And he points to all of these different fun things he wants to do all over the globe on their way. All of which involve riding on different creatures, torturing God's creations. <laughs> on this map of theirs, yes, he wants to become the master of the animal kingdom and submit all of these wonderful beings to his will. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sokka and Katara are his agents of destruction on that mission. <laughs> And off they will go on what is the entirety of the Avatar The Last Airbender show, which is Aang sort of, uh, yes, endangering all of the world species. And uh, the journey begins now as this episode comes to an end. Yeah. Did you take a list of all of the creatures that he mentions riding on? Um, I didn't. All right. Well, we should do that, because if he doesn't ride on every single one of the creatures that he names in this scene, I will be disappointed. One of them he mentions I I know that one of them he mentions he does end up riding on in an upcoming episode. I will look at the rest of them and I'll get back to you in the next episode to be sure. All right, hell yeah. Uh it's gonna be a fun time though, but in any case, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep,
0: yep, 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 yep,
1: yep. Brendan, we're through the first two episodes. What do you what are you thinking? What did you think about Episode two of this TV show. I thought this episode was fun. I liked the the fighting in it, like even uh, Sokka's fighting, I thought was interesting. Yeah, Uh, especially I think Aang's airbender fighting was really fun. Um, I actually had a thought during the episode like I might just watch the next one right away. Uh, so that's a good sign. Okay, is, uh, you might watch it right away as, like, an excitement for wanting to see what yeah, comes Yeah, for, next. like, let's, let's see more of it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pumping my fists. This is good news for me. Yeah, I'm interested uh, in seeing where it goes. Um, I just want to see more cool Bender fighting. Um, that's, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what it's all about. The first, uh, we we talked about last week, you know, you set up the characters in episode mm-hmm. one. You kind of got to get introduced to everyone. But there wasn't any action. Yeah. And you don't want it to be all action all the time. But, like, there was no action there was in the nothing. first episode. Yeah. But this time, you know, they set up the fights for episode two. They paid off the fights in episode two. Even if they were brief, there wasn't really that many of them. Um, But we got to, yeah, see a little, a little bending at its finest. Yep. You know, most three of the four bending styles we got to see in this episode, like mm-hmm. pretty prominently displayed. Um, bending is cool. Brendan. It's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just don't know what else to say to you other than it's cool. It's fun. And I wish that I could do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, watching this show just makes me jealous of all the characters in the world. <laughs> I mean, I'm an airbender watch. I'll put out this candle. oh god damn where do wait where did you learn to do that uh i just picked it up it's natural comes natural to me wow uh you're a master which is why you have that big blue arrow on your head (laughs) i did is that why you uh shaved your head bald was to prepare yourself for the arrow? oh wait a minute (laughs) maybe that wasn't a prepared thing maybe that just happened it just happens when you're the bender (laughs) Uh, sorry about that. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, episode two, it's cool, it's fun, it's like it it gets us kind of introduced to, yeah, I guess what what people can do in this world instead of just talking about it, we finally get to see it. But now we're like talking about okay, the, the this this not the stakes, but like the path is laid before us. Aang and Katara have to get to the North Pole, because Aang is the Avatar. He's got to master water bending. Katara also wants to master water bending. Like they're on their way, but Zuko is very hot on their trail, and mm-hmm. his whole his whole being right now is, I must capture the Avatar. So you can pretty clearly tell that he's going to be a thorn in their side for yeah a long time they also very clearly lay out like the path they're like well first you got to learn water bending and then you got to learn earth bending fire bending would and you like me to business. walk you through the avatar yeah do, cycle? do the list yeah okay ang is a airbender mm-hmm. he pushes the air around yeah do you work, need me yeah. to also explain what the bending what the elements are <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay it goes air bending. Oh, well, I mean, it's a never ending cycle. Uh, yeah. But it goes from air bending to water bending, which is what uh, Korra is in The Legend of Korra. She is a water bender, yep. naturally. Uh, from there, it is earth bending and then back to fire and then back to air. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is the never ending cycle that we're on. Okay. You get it? <laughs> yes. Yep. I was going to ask a question about Korra, but. <laughs> Not that Don't worry him. about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't worry about it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it does also open the door for us to talk about, like, the avatars that were part of these other kingdoms, which, again, I'm trying not to do this to you, Brendan, but, like, it it at least, like, gives us an opportunity to be like, okay, we're going to see what, like, an avatar from the Fire Nation could have been or, like, mm-hmm. from the Earth Kingdom was. Uh. Anyway, th- <laughs> episode two... <laughs> Episode two, we're we we're feeling pretty good about where we're going here. Yeah, pretty good. My concern is your happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this episode of Avatar so many times. I've seen these first two episodes, probably even the first season. Because, like, if I'll start a rewatch, I'll make it through the first season. And then kind of season two, I'll be like, all right, well. I got other stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen this episode here and there. I don't know if I've ever sat down and actually watched it like all the sure. way through. The scene of him running around on the ship was very familiar to me, but it's also something that I could see happening kind of frequently on the show. I mean, airbending is airbending. He'll yeah. Push people away with air. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I mean. The moves are similar, but the way that they present them is. Oh, I just mean I mean more like him running around the halls of a a fire vendor ship. Yeah, I don't know to to say nothing else about that. Yeah, there are similar things that they do. Yeah, so I might have seen one of those, but I think I've seen parts of this episode, Uh, parts of next episode. I'm sure that you have seen based on some discussions that we've had in the past. So I am excited to uh, get to that point with you and. uh, even move beyond that into things that I know that you have never seen. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I have not, I I mean, it's the same problem I had last week. Like, I have not much else to say about these introductory episodes of this show that, like, are very much used as a way to set up Mm. where we're going from here. Like, I feel like even in this episode did really that much happen. No. And I can, I can see why these were bundled at first, like when they were first released, like why they would put this one immediately following the last one, because this was much more of a showcase of like, and here's the action. You've seen the goofs. Here's the, the fighting. You've seen the goofs. Now let's get loose. (laughs) Is I'm pretty sure how it was billed on TV at the time. Um, that was episode two of Avatar The Last Airbender, which I'm pretty sure was titled The Avatar Returns. A decent title, yeah, it's fine. I mean, whatever, (laughs) descriptive, (laughs) it's fine, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, okay, that is the end of this episode. Many more episodes to come, but if you have any emails on what we have talked about so far regarding these two first episodes of Avatar, uh, got recap at gmail.com is where you can send them to. Uh, we would love to talk about your thoughts on yeah what we've seen so far, what you think about Avatar in general, what you think about Nickelodeon in general, any kind of thoughts in those areas. Definitely send them mm-hmm. our way as we're moving forward with the show. Uh, you know, full disclosure, we have recorded these two episodes before anything has released, so we haven't gotten any emails yet, but we would love to get as many as we can so we can, you know, discuss them on mm-hmm. the show. It's one of our it's one of our very favorite things to do. Yeah. Who would win in a fight, Aang or Samurai Jack? Oh, Brendan, it's it's far too early for you and me to start getting into this kind of thing. Well the answer is Aang. Aang would kick the shit out of Samurai Jack. It's probably probably be. it would probably be Aang. I think that so. That is true. <laughs> uh, but Samurai Jack never quits. That's but true. He does lo- but he does lose. Is he the thing. does We've lose. We've seen him lose. Yeah. To this point, Aang has kind of like forfeited or like willingly surrendered. I, You know what? Again, too early to say. I actually did just start thinking of ways Jack might be able to I was, <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to do the same thing. I was like, I was know, like, what? well, he, we did see the thing where he ties his uh, gi to himself and like uses it a, as a glider, so like, so he could just nonstop every time <laughs> Aang tried to attack him, he would just send him further up, higher into the air. <laughs> yeah. And he, he could diving do like down, the, he'd do like the down B move in Smash Brothers that Link does, and just send that st- <laughs> sword straight into his big bald he spikes head. him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the dumbest things that anyone can do in any format, even if it's not on a podcast is saying who would win in a fight in these two completely distinct (laughs) universes where there are different rules for existing in each of them, but, uh, we'll get to it at that point. Hell yeah, yeah. but if anyone has any thoughts on who would win in a fight between Aang and Samurai Jack, definitely got a Recap at gmail.com is where you can send them, as well as at Recap on social media. Follow us there, and uh, yes, inundate us with your uh, fights between fictional characters across different universes. We would mm-hmm. really love to field every single one of those questions. <laughs> it would not get tiring. We might have to do an entire bonus episode devoted to who would win in a fight Uh, Between X and Y. I'm for it. I honestly would not hate that idea. (laughs) (laughs) So the more of them you could send our way, the better. Um, We need these bonus contents. We're starving for this extra content. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Yum. I I can't get enough. I'm so (laughs) hungry. I'm so so hungry. Me and Brendan are very hungry, so please send those. (laughs) our way. Apple Podcasts and Spotify drop us five-star reviews. You can maybe throw out those theoretical fights in those reviews as well. As long as you leave five stars, we're really mm-hmm. not worried about the comment that you leave. Just put the stars in there and then put whatever kind of stupid bullshit you want there. You could even <laughs> Here's a Okay, so here's a thought. You could leave five stars and then write a comment. I'm not sure if Apple Podcasts or Spotify would allow cussing, but you could say this show fucking sucks. And then leave us five stars and yep. we would be satisfied. I would like that. Really make our uh, review sections on those platforms a real shit show and uh, <laughs> uh, den of debauchery. Fuck yeah. So we'll uh, see you all there. Thanks for taking the time to do that. Brendan, we're through these first two episodes of Avatar, The Last Airbender. We're we're moving on to the future. The fact that you even just told me before that you're like ready to watch episode three Mm -hmm. has got me like happier than maybe anything you have ever said on one of these podcasts (laughs) we've recorded before. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You still feeling good about that firebending choice? I think so, yeah. For the moment. Subject to change. There's so many options out there for you. So many, I I mean, really, there's only four options out there for you. Well, we haven't got to the shit and come bending yet, so Uh shit and come bending is coming up. I'm going to go shit and come cuz we're done with this episode and that's usually how I end each episode. Uh, anyway, hope everyone has a good shit and come before next week's episode. We'll see you all for episode 3. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.